0: Yeah. I'm not
1: wearing my Christmas jumper.
0: Is that needed for yes.
1: Christmas?
0: <laughs> I should have put on the Christmas Coca-Cola t-shirt I have then, I think I've got one.
1: <laughs> I, don't think I've, um, I don't think I've cleaned this jumper since last Christmas, oh, God, it smells a bit. It's going
0: to smell, it's going to be itchy, it's going to be horrible, and you're going to constantly feel that throughout this, uh, this wonderful podcast.
1: Ah, yes. Get ready. Okay, so yeah, welcome to the podcast. My name is Ben, and your name is. My name is Thomas.
0: What was. And and your name is. How dare you! We're two equals here. I'm not a guest on your (laughs) fucking show. So my name is Ben, but now I'll come in with my name is Thomas. Okay, this is. We'll find a better way of (laughs) doing that. Do it again.
1: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Two British Nerds Review. With me, Ben Stockdale. And me, Thomas Oliver. That was darn smooth. Thank you. In this episode, we're going to be looking at Christmas adverts, the upcoming Christmas TV schedule, and our favourite Christmas specials.
0: Cool. Can't wait for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so in this podcast series, we're basically just going to review things. And it might be a TV show, it might be a film. You know, this episode we're just generally reviewing kind of Christmas adverts and television. Yeah,
0: it can be about pretty much anything. We might do a a review of Brexit. Who knows? We could do a review of the weather if we're feeling it, because we're British. We can do that and you're going (laughs) to (laughs) listen.
1: And we'll have a kind of British slant, because there's a lot of, like, podcasts out there and kind of YouTube shows that are American-based. And I think... There's not enough of British kind of podcasts exactly, and, and kind of movie and TV reviews. I'd agree, yeah. Specifically, kind of what I thought was that you never see people reviewing like The Chase, yeah, or Crash no in the Attic. No one cares about that. But I'd love, <laughs> I'd love a
0: podcast about Bargain Hunt once every yeah. now and then. Dickinson's real deal. That started <laughs> up again. That's worth it.
1: Yeah, so this is our Christmas special, if you like, of Two British Nerds Review.
0: It's going to be festive, it's going to be fun, and above all else, we are going to make fun of some retailers for their Christmas adverts.
1: Definitely. That's (laughs) what we're here to do. You can't really talk about Christmas adverts without talking about the big player in Christmas adverts, which is John Lewis. John Lewis, 100%. They basically kicked off this kind of trend of instead of Christmas TV adverts being just something that advertises your deal on turkeys this year, yeah, instead they've kind of turned it into an art form
0: for a little bit. They really have. You can't just have mince pies anymore. You've got to have gritty emotional <laughs> realism if you want to have a Christmas advert.
1: Yeah. And, and this is something I've actually really enjoyed over the last few years. I think they've kind of turned... They've managed to make Christmas television adverts mm-hmm. like... The um the Christmas number one, like in in the fact that people kind of get quite worked up about it, it becomes like competition, a bit of rivalry between the different companies and
0: I agree with you there. There's definitely competition, there's comparison, Mm. there's oh was last year's better, was this year's better. There's a Mm. lot of that. Yeah.
1: And I like that. It kind of it's turned something that's very boring and plain that you don't ever think about, like adverts on television, Mm. into like a fun kind of event. And and I I like that. It's kind of interesting.
0: I agree with you there. It's sort of now instead of it just being a passive thing, it's now up there with like Christmas music starts to be played, Mm. Christmas trees start going up, Christmas adverts come on TV. It's iconic now.
1: That's true. People, people. I think people do say now. Once the John Lewis Christmas advert goes out, that means Christmas is on the way. That's Christmas. (laughs) Crack out the jumpers. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah, so we've just spent the last, actually, probably like half an hour... A good amount of time. ...looking at all the previous instalments of the John Lewis Christmas adverts, at least 2011 onwards. Mm. Yeah, way back. Yeah, so we watched the one for 2011 Yeah, called The Long Wait, I believe. That was it, yeah. And uh, I did a great joke. I was like, this advert's got an appropriate name because it's long and it's boring. badum <laughs> <laughs> Really, though,
0: it was, at first, very, very tedious. Mm. It sort of has the aspect of, "Oh, this kid is waiting for Christmas, and he's waiting, mm. and he's waiting, and nothing really changed until the last about ten seconds of the
1: advert. Yeah, it felt more like a kind of proper commercial that did mm. but then we get to 2012 Ooh. with the snowman advert
0: and suddenly they they spread their wings as it were and they yeah. really got into the john lewis john lewis side <laughs> of things
1: <laughs> their style they started to find their
0: yeah you know. find their footing i guess and this was yeah them carving out the john lewis advert
1: tradition mm. contemporary pop song a oh. cover of it so it sounds a little bit different was it a cover okay I think it was a cover okay yeah there was a there was a creative idea it was and, and crucially part of the yeah the John Lewis recipe mm. is that uh, emotional kind of twist to the end oh definitely you know, yeah a little bit of a kind of Either a sad, slightly, I guess, melancholy kind of yeah. tone throughout, it's and then a very, nice, happy ending at it's the end. It is very somber,
0: and they sort of pull on the heartstrings, but then it's it's Christmas time, and mm. everything's brought back together, and love and family matters. Mm. It's yeah.
1: So I think I think that's when it started to really become a thing where people kind of started to take notice of John Lewis doing this. I'd agree with that, yeah. And then we um, so we had a few select highlights of the uh, the bear and the hare. Oh, that was.
0: One of my favourites, probably there. So emotional.
1: I think yeah, that one was nice. And then was that then the penguin one? mm, I don't don't like the penguin one as much. I don't know why.
0: I thought it had a weird twist to that one. I could sort of. I was on board with it just being a nice emotional story about a penguin's quest to to get laid. Really, (laughs) you know, it wanted to fulfill its biological mission in life mm. and i respected that but it turned out to be a stuffed <laughs> toy and i just thought you've lost me
1: yeah but what was interesting when we we're re-watching all of these years of john lewis adverts mm. is that the uh, the penguin one onwards they seem to have found a new formula oh, yeah. where they've added a new ingredient to the mix you can say that which is a uh, cute child
0: Definitely. And they
1: really stick on that one a lot.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't want to say they did that before then. The long wait, cute child, does something nice for the parents. The snowman, mm. it's a child looking for them bedroom window. Oh, yeah. Then the sort of bear in the hair, they had that sort of weird year where they were like, let's, let's try <laughs> stepping out of our comfort zone. No, let's never do that again. Yes. Child
1: in <laughs> every single one after this. To the point where in the new advert... The uh, the Alton John advert. Ooh. You think it's Alan John for most of it. Mm. At the end, child, child appears. He becomes younger and younger <laughs> until we finally have the child in the John Lewis advert. Yeah, <laughs> they achieve peak John Lewis right at the end. <laughs> peak John Lewis. <laughs> I like that. My personal highlight of the last few years was the um, Man on the Moon. Oh gosh. it's great. I Amazing love the song. advert. It's, yeah. it's creative. It's it's nice artistic shots. It is. It's and a... it's,
0: it's wholesome, above yeah. all else. And a weird note I'd say about it, some of the adverts we watched, I realise they sort of went on a bit. Mm. So whenever they'd be on TV, it would show a shortened version because you wouldn't want to pay for a whole advert slot the entire time. Mm. That one, even if it was cut down, which I don't remember it being, it worked. Because yeah. it was just a nice story, really straightforward and effective. Mm. I liked
1: that. Then they go through a difficult period where they, they clearly started running out of ideas a little bit. And we get a couple of years of stuff that feels quite similar. There's um, Moz the Monster, which that... you didn't even remember. I didn't. I don't. <laughs> maybe I
0: blocked it out of my
1: memory like
0: it was a trauma or something. Because mm. it was just, that was a misstep. They had the cute child. They had a bit of a twist, but I didn't understand the twist. Mm. So, Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I, I would argue that actually the last three years, yeah, I think it's been getting worse each year. Oh, really? the last three years. And they sort of peaked, I think, with um, Man, on, Man the moon. on the Moon. Man on the Moon's great. It really is. <laughs> All eyes on uh, next year
0: now. Maybe they'll try and do Man on Mars, you know. <laughs> Robot on Mars. As we're recording right? this, I think within the past few days, the uh, newest probe has wow. landed on Mars. That. You know, if you're listening, John Lewis, just throwing that out for you. Adorable story, right there.
1: Mm.
0: Another planet, so it's not the moon. It's technically unique enough. Go for it. Bigger telescope this time. It's got to be because it's telescope. further away, so it's got to be of more course, magnification. It is, and it's. I was about to say really hot on Mars, but it's not really at all.
1: What were your thoughts on the Elton John advert this year? I,
0: I liked it but with a lot of conditions tacked on, unfortunately. (laughs) It was a nice advert, but after watching it, I sort of thought, all right, that was a good John Lewis advert. Now when's the Christmas one coming out? But since it did have the wrapping paper at the end, it says, give a gift. Mm. I was like, oh, so it is the Christmas one. Didn't feel festive at all. And I don't know, I I can't explain it, but it just, it was a nice advert, but that was it for me. It's not going into a into a history book as one of the best. It sort of just felt like it was advertising Elton
1: John to me. I don't really... Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of the lazier ones they've done. Mm. I watched the behind-the-scenes video for it. Oh, yeah? And there's a bit in it where the producer or someone important says that they looked at over 400 scripts, and this is the best one they saw. Wow. That is bullshit. <laughs> there's no way this is the best script they this saw. This is the top of the yeah. pile, yeah, I'm not <laughs> Because sure. it's not... If you fi- even if you even if you like the advert, yeah. try and picture it written as a script. Like, oh yeah. And, and and they said that they um they then had to choose the song after reading the script, so the song wasn't even part of the script. So then the script is, old Aaron John at a piano, starts playing. We see highlights of Aaron John's life. Kid Aaron John gets a piano for his Christmas present. That's not a good script. That's not, yeah. It barely even has a kid in it. I can't believe John Lewis approved it to
0: begin with. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, actually, the fact that you've now told me that was the top of 400 scripts, Mm. I don't agree with that, and I'm surprised they did. Surely Mm. there had to be something better, more festive, and just a bit
1: more... John lewis in there. Yeah. I think they were probably trying to deliberately do something a little bit different because of, I don't think anyone liked Moz the Monster particularly last year. No, I doubt it. This is the wrong kind of different, I don't know.
0: They've gone a bit too further afield to distance Mm. themselves from Moz the Monster, I think. Now instead of just focusing on like a kid trying to do something nice for someone else, they're like, let's do it the other way around. Do something nice for a kid, Mm. which it sort of works, but also doesn't work because
1: it didn't really hit the mark. I think. Mm. So yeah, I think diminishing returns on John Lewis, but I do really like the fact that they have put effort into their productions. I think mm. it's a nice trend that they started. It definitely is. Instead of a lazy Christmas
0: advert with just say, you know, CGI or well not even CGI, like literally text across an image of a packet of pigs in blankets or as I said mince pies now we have fully directed edited in some cases masterpieces Mm. I'd say
1: I think yeah I think it's commendable like you know any opportunity to turn something that's really corporate as in television adverts Mm. and find a more fun approach and actually it works for everyone because it's more enjoyable to watch something that someone's put more thought into Mm. and also John Lewis get way more views (laughs) Oh, yeah. Per advert, yeah. I don't even what I don't even know what John Lewis sells. I basically know them it's... as the Christmas advert people. I don't. Want... I pretty, what Are they, they something to do with
0: Astor, like they do clothing? But then. Oh. I feel like they've spread out because I swear I remember reading recently that John Lewis have started selling pianos because they've oh. had to do you know the Elton John adverts and if they're saying like, oh, I'll give a gift that means everything, if they're focusing on the piano, they've now got to sell pianos. Hmm. But now, yeah, I have no idea what they sell. Is it clothing <laughs> and pianos? <laughs> no, no, no. Am I going mad? I don't know what they sell. <laughs> Cuddly penguins. Exactly. Pianos. pianos. Trampolines. Tramp- <laughs> you can't forget the trampolines. <laughs> Terrifying telescopes. monsters, telescopes, <laughs> yeah, snowmen, really, snowmen, scarves, scarves. exactly. Yeah. So that's the catalogue right there: <laughs> scarves, telescopes, and pianos. Mm.
1: Little side note: Alton John has his own film production company.
0: Ooh, where's this going?
1: Well, what's interesting is I don't think he's, they've actually made many films, but I know f- for a fact that two of the films they have made mm-hmm. are uh, uh, Gnomeo and Juliet <laughs> and Sherlock Gnomes. Okay. Interesting connection to our previous episode. Oh, yeah? The Sherlock Gnomes character, who who is... For those of you not into um, the Gnomes films... Me... Uh, basically, he is Sherlock Holmes, but he's a garden gnome, and that's literally it. They you knew that Holmes rhymed with gnomes, and that's that's the extent of the clever
0: Funnily premise. enough, I did get that from the name Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> I just sort of... That was my first guess that right. it's Sherlock Holmes that's as fair. a gnome. You know. Uh, Good voiced, clarification, though.
1: Voiced by Johnny Depp. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel sorry for that guy <laughs> hearing that. That's the work he gets these days. Yeah. Well, I guess he was in Fantastic Beasts
1: unfortunately. Yes, yeah, so the two of the films Aaron John's made are Nomeo and Juliet and Sherlock Gnomes. Okay. Both of which once you know that it's very obvious because all of the music is just Aaron John music. Now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> I think I've even
0: seen Gnomeo and Juliet at some point in the past because mm. as you said seeing it with family. And I Distinctly remember one character who was very Elton John like. He had the star yeah. glasses, mm. I think he wore a mankini at one point, and maybe that was a different gnome. <laughs> yeah, think, like, I, one of them has a mankini. I'm getting horrific <laughs> flashbacks now. I don't like it. I don't like what the <laughs> mental imagery is summoning up, but there was definitely an Elton John
1: style gnome. Mm. Wow. That's is... just because he, he decided, I guess, that he wanted to make films. Yeah. And I I guess it's kind of clever, like kids' animated films, they always tend to do right? even if they're not very good. Mm. Yeah, so they made these two Gnomes films, and and a future project, which I'm pretty sure is made by the company at least, is a Taron Egerton biopic about Alton John. So a Taron Egerton from Kingsman, if you've seen that. I have, yeah. He's like the main guy. Eggsy. Yeah, he's playing a young Alton John. Huh. Which is really strange when you then find out that Aaron John's done this John Lewis Christmas (laughs) advert about his life. Because it makes the Christmas advert almost then feel like a trailer for his film coming out next year or whatever is coming out. I think you're onto something here. There's some Mm -hmm. conspiracy that we're uncovering. (laughs) This
0: is all some plot by John Lewis and Elton John... Mm -hmm. They've got similar names to begin with. Both mm-hmm. got John in the name. <laughs> there's something there. You can put that on a wall and put some like red wool between two pins. <laughs> I'm not going mad, I know there's a connection. <laughs> and yeah, now it just sort of seems like advertising in advance. Not for Christmas, but for Elton John. And like you said, didn't you say that he's released a new album? I think over the last couple of weeks. I've seen something on TV to do with an Elton John album. I've heard people talking about After they've seen the advert, they've now booked for, like, the Elton John, Uh, like, tours. So it all just sort of feels like advertising Elton John instead of
1: Christmas. Suspicious. Yeah, what what are they doing here? It's Mm. almost like in these adverts they're trying to sell us a commercial product. They wouldn't. (laughs) How dare they? So I think we've clearly uncovered the fact that the John Lewis, Alan John advert is just a complete
0: scam. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Try again
1: next year, John Lewis, and let's not have a plumbing celebrity. <laughs> I just want to clarify, when I said scam, that was a joke. There was no... <laughs> you know, it, it's like a scam. It's, it's, it's totally not... It's not slander. No. It's not a scam at all. It's just a very targeted
0: deception, if you will. A, uh, pulling it's... the wool over our eyes. <laughs> it's like
1: pulling the wool over your eyes. It, it is, yeah. Hmm.
0: It's a... Uh, a blatant ripoff. <laughs> it's fraudulent is what we're really trying to say. I wouldn't say go as far as <laughs> <to>
1: say... <laughs> I wouldn't no, go as far it's... as to say that Thomas Oliver.
0: <laughs> no no no, please. Men Stockdale, I assure you. We're we'll in full agreement here. It should be pulled from the air because it's shoddy business practices, it should be investigated, <laughs> taken down, the whole nine yards. It's, it's terrible. It's funny
1: because we might get sued. <laughs> That'll get our name out
0: there.
1: (laughs) Okay. Don't sue us. (laughs) It's all jokes. So another thing I briefly want to talk about is that, yeah, John Lewis kicked off this new kind of trend of rivalry between shops to make really good Christmas adverts. Definitely. Great thing. I really enjoyed it. So then for a few years, we kind of had like quite a fruitful period of this. Oh, yeah. Where it did feel like shops were kind of upping their game to like make their adverts more interesting and compete with John Lewis. Everyone was trying and getting in on it, yeah. Yeah, so we had the Sainsbury's Christmas Armistice ad.
0: Oh, yeah. Which we just watched as well, which
1: still... I think that's a really it is a really good advert like, it
0: holds up definitely yeah. I it, feel like that would have worked this year especially because you know the hundred years mm, armistice but mm.
1: actually off the back of that advert Sainsbury's then did start becoming like the number two person like I can't think of another big shop that was really trying to compete as much as Sainsbury's was
0: yeah I think I'm in agreement there
1: mm. because then uh, there was, there was a cat one, which we didn't even bother rewatching, watching so I can't bother because it, <laughs> it wasn't worth it, you're trying to say. Yeah. I don't remember that being very good. Okay. And then there was one of the ones which I quite like, which was um, The Greatest Gift. I think that was it, actually. I think it was just called The Greatest Gift. Okay. Where it was a song sung by James Corden. Oh, yeah, and that a lovely one. kind of almost Ardman esque animation.
0: Exactly. It, it, it was nice. Mm. It reminded me of certain... CGI films, so maybe it was done by a similar company. Yeah.
1: So then Sainsbury started having their own little thing where people would be like, "Oh, I can't wait for the same." Well, actually, no, no not that's as not much. True. But... but they started kind of it started becoming a thing of like, "Oh, who's going to win this year's best advert?" You know, is it going to be John Nurse? Is it going to be Sainsbury's? Exactly.
0: It... Is it going to be some other contender? I think I've definitely seen Christmas advert war as a mm-hmm. headline before, and it's sort of yeah, the comparisons between who's done the best one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But so then it gets to last year. And everyone's hotly anticipating the new Sainsbury's advert. Yeah. What's it gonna be? How are they gonna compete? <laughs> and what do they come out with? An awful karaoke kind of rendition <laughs> of some song they've made up that's not even very <laughs> good did they get that guy from the royal family I think yeah, it was he's in
0: and I was like oh I know him <laughs> and there was a bunch of other people who I didn't know as well
1: Kermit the Frog's in it oh yeah he was, was for, a strange like, plug.
0: for like two frames <laughs> I think he says a word and then they're like right we can't pay any more than this <laughs> we got to keep the budget to a tight 20 quid this year you yeah. guys oh
1: it's just awful and they got like really like attacked for it like everyone was like this is awful <laughs> good they need to yeah. learn their lesson <laughs> So, uh, so then I think Sainsbury's. This is basically, yeah, the story of the downfall of Sainsbury's <laughs> because, yeah, they went from competing with John Lewis. You know, they're actually yeah. fine with John Lewis. On I think par, almost. possibly the Christmas armistice was better than whatever John Lewis put about that year. Twenty fifteen. I think it was twenty fourteen. So it wasn't oh, man on the moon year. It was oh, um, you.
0: <laughs> who knows? Quickly, it's, the, the, know. the note, the note. Maybe that was the penguin one then, twenty
1: fourteen.
0: Possibly, yeah. yeah. Which. If that's the case, Armistice oh, just beats that, I think. I would
1: say, yeah. yeah, To the point where they then release some shoddily filmed thing that's in black and white for no apparent reason. Yeah. Oh. Well, just... It's too much to get into the film, but I did. But I just, um, it's just <laughs> ironic. <laughs> just a bit of black and white talk, a bit of film noir banter. Who would put black and white into their Christmas advert just to try and get some emotion in there for no reason? Who who would do that exactly? What kind um, of a shoddy filmmaker would do that? Absolutely despicable one, that's who. Anyway, Ben, what were yeah. we talking about? <laughs> just some context there. I, I helped make a Christmas advert this year and uh, the whole thing was in black and white. Mm. Well, until the end... Anyway, g-
0: go watch it. Yeah, I think it's called uh, Gnomeo and Juliet 3. Oh no, sorry, yeah. Sherlock Gnomes, the <laughs> <renomening>. <laughs> It's
1: called Gnome Alone. Oh, there we go. Check it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you got Johnny Depp? <laughs> Johnny Depp plays the gnome. Oh, yeah. that's good. He's silent
0: though, luckily, so he didn't really have to pay much. It's true. Just got him yeah. in the recording studio and got him to stand there
1: awkwardly and it's like, right, cheers, mate. It'll be easier to erase him from history with it. <laughs> Yeah, we find out what horrible things he's done. <laughs> oh, it's just jokes, it's just jokes. Hypothetically. <laughs> Allegedly, I believe it's the correct term. Oh, yeah, which yeah, using true, it. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast, the whole saga of the podcast should just be us getting close to being sued and then trying to pull it back. Yeah, see, how close we can how
0: closely we can fly to the sun and not get burnt. <laughs> burnt by lawyers and
1: lawsuits. Mm. We'll call it Two Icarus Nerds Ooh, very nice. Do you like that one? Yeah, I was going to say that. I thought maybe it's too technical. You got it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) That was actually a bit rude. I was like, I I thought a bit lonely of you. I thought maybe you wouldn't get it. But hey,
1: you surprised me. Yeah, so then Sainsbury's this year, they tried to sort of pull it back. They knew they got flak last year. And Mm. what do they do? They basically copy a John Lewis advert that came out three months ago, which was good. And then they made a sort of worse version of it. Yeah. Just
0: awful. Exactly. It felt yeah. a bit lazy in comparison, considering the John Lewis one that wasn't even the Christmas advert, the kids production on stage. Mm. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, I no, loved the advert. It was yeah, fun, vibrant, great music. Mm. Whereas in this one, sort of didn't feel that as much. It was no. alright, but you know far too kind of manipulative. Oh dear. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. they
1: put in a kid. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They're a bit
0: shy at first, but then they really come into their own, mm. and it doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas <laughs> apart yeah. from the music, which I wasn't paying attention to because I, I don't see how you can when you have kids dressed as plugs ramming themselves <laughs> into sockets, which I don't
1: know why that's so weird to me, but that was just bizarre. Um, yeah, it was strange. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what worries me about this is that I feel like John Lewis are getting worse each year. Mm. Everyone else doesn't really feel like they're trying. Like Aldi, they put out some animated carrot thing that's driving a a truck that looks like the Coca-Cola truck. Yeah, and
0: then he hates parsnips, I think, and it's the big bad wolf. Uh, Little Red, no, sorry, Little Red Riding Hood. Mm. But then there's also Cinderella, and it's weird and we've got amazon as well with the singing boxes i'm not sure i I just find that weird like i'm not i'm not sold on that that doesn't make me think yay i want to buy
1: something from amazon (laughs) the box will sing at me this is exactly what i wanted yeah then uh tesco never even try all of those tesco's advert is basically the same every year it's kind of like a selection of different families. Oh, look! Oh, well, we've got loads of different families who shop at Tesco. Yeah, they got in trouble like the other year because I think they showed like a Muslim family, really? and everyone like, was like, "Muslim people don't celebrate Christmas. Why are you?" Oh yeah, that would be a bit odd, wouldn't it? Yeah, but so uh, I guess they've not done that this year. <laughs> so I think if like if a few years ago it was like the peak of the television war yeah. of adverts, I think now we have reached the armistice. But it's probably just going to drag on for ages. It probably will. Oh, I guess maybe the different way of looking at it is, like, we've gone through World War One, we've gone through World War Two, now we're in the kind of lull period of, like, no World Wars. Exactly.
0: Everything's boring. So what you're trying to say is now, we need that spark of President <laughs> Trump to get us back into things. Yeah. We, really...
1: need, we need Russia to shoot at just...
0: some, or seize some Ukrainian boats. That did happen, and really just make the whole thing... <laughs> a whole palaver if you if you don't mind me saying and just get <laughs> world war three started is what he's trying yep. to say i believe and somehow that'll make christmas adverts good again mm. make christmas adverts great
1: again <laughs> which shop in the uk is the equivalent of trump
0: that's i difficult. don't know where i'm going with no, that no, <laughs> that came out of nowhere I, I don't have an answer planned for that i I don't even know what criteria I'd begin to think of. Well,
1: I guess, I guess if we're going World wars, oh dear, I don't think we should. That's a tangent. No, and this is a weird thing yeah, to no, compare to. Too, I don't yeah. like this. We, we did an extended tangent last week. But
0: yeah, the pizza was fine, yeah. but world war—I think that's a
1: bit. <laughs> well, you can't compare that to bloody <laughs> well, Christmas. John Lewis of the Nazis. <laughs> Sainsbury's the I British. The John Lewis the Nazis. Guess Sades, no, I guess, I guess John Lewis and the Nazis. No, okay. To... Okay, who won the most? I guess we won the most World wars, really. It was basically us for the most part. Yeah.
0: Well, the least Germany lost the most world wars. You can yeah. say it that way. So. so I guess,
1: I guess, I guess, there's two ways of looking at it. You could even look at it as Britain's is John Lewis. Okay. You know, they. Oh, actually, no. This, yeah, this works. Okay. Yeah. Come on. We, we used to have an empire. <laughs> we were making man on the moon. that crumbled. We, we went through a couple of world wars against people like. Against um, Germany, of course. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, at Sainsbury's then we defeated them. Oh, we did. You know, they they stopped bothering. They made um, awful karaoke song.
0: They tried again. They fired. They fired away. But we yep.
1: we tramped
0: them once more. It's true.
1: Defeated them again. Exactly. But now we've we've gone on too long. We've had Brexit. We've had Alan and John. We've given up. We've just given <laughs> we've, up. <laughs> we have. We've we looked at all of our options of things we could do. Three hundred scripts. Yeah. You know all of the. Di- all we could join the EU. We could. Uh- we could have all these trade deals. I don't oh, oh, no, let's let's just leave. Let's 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 just get out and John to sing a, a song. We'll we'll burn a kid at the end. Is Elton John linked it's, in Brexit? I'm not. <laughs> I'm following this really.
0: I don't know I don't anymore. <laughs> Theresa May's never going to get brexit through
1: parliament. Theresa
0: May, can't you just be Aldi? I don't know what she is. <laughs> Who's Amazon
1: America? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Brexit makes me sad
0: (laughs) We should get a Christmas advert About that, Brexit is terrible Did you know This is is Christmas time Ben No, politics No, that comes next week
1: So the other thing that I thought we could talk about is the Christmas schedule for this year. You know, Ooh. I really one of the well, it's sad, but one of the things I really enjoy about Christmas, at least in the past, yeah. has been Christmas television.
0: No, I, I get that entirely. Mm. You know, there's the moment you you open the Christmas uh, TV guide mm. to those who still use those. <laughs> you flip to Christmas Day and you think, oh, what what lovely films are on that mm. we can all watch around the telly? You know, when's Doctor Who on? Yeah.
1: But <laughs> well that's that's the thing like it's the one time of year where a lot of your favourite shows are on at the same time like normally mm. they kind of scatter them throughout the year but then yeah. like at Christmas suddenly it's like you get like an edition of your favourite panel show you get an edition of your favourite drama you mm. get you know Doctor Who comes back exactly. Sherlock sometimes everyone's you know? making
0: christmas specials because they mm. want to be in on it it's that time of year where it's a good time everyone's watching telly yeah the that... queen always does it i've noticed Watches you know. TV? No, Queen's Speech. She oh. always gets in there. She knows. <laughs> people are watching that time. She's mm. like, right, I've got these idiots, hook, line and sinker. It's the one time I'm relevant
1: for the year. <laughs> oh, poor Queenie. Yeah, no, that wasn't fair. <laughs> no. um, God save our Queen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, our podcast is, those are British people, so I guess we need to big up the Queen a little exactly, bit. Exactly, you know. Rep Love them royals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of agnostic when it comes to the royals. Agnostic. That's a tangent. <laughs> agnostic about the royals. I don't
0: I don't know if I believe they exist or not. Yeah. If I'm proving, if I'm given sufficient evidence, like I don't know them existing, then I believe in them, but until then you're doubtful. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm very uh. I'm a skeptic. I'm know. Christian in terms of <laughs> I don't I don't know how, I don't know how that reflects. I guess in some ways
1: people do treat the royal family a lot like how they treat their religion because Oh yeah. They only really bother to tune in at Christmas, you know. They might go to a Christmas <laughs> sermon, but throughout the rest of the year, they don't go to church at all. Ooh, all right. You know, maybe you watch the Queen's Speech at Christmas, but then you don't bother. i want to cut myself on that edge you just laid out there. I'm not sure about that. Take that, casual Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Allegedly. <laughs> That's... That's going to be our
0: catchphrase for the show, isn't it? We probably should have dropped that in there when we were calling Sainsbury Nazis, oh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, Sainsbury's <laughs> are like the Nazis. Don't I don't know who I've heard that from. I've just, you know, recently it's come into my head that apparently Germany during World War II <laughs> is Sainsbury, allegedly.
1: Mm. No, I covered our backs there. I said Germany. The fact that you're oh. thinking of Nazis makes sure It's during World War Two. No, we're talking about the general World Wars. They were the Nazis before that, weren't they? They were still the bad guys. <laughs> no offense. Hitler still fought with them. Exactly. Why? So there was a Nazi in their ranks. <laughs> True. They just did not see him. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> lovely little
0: Nazi segue in our in our Christmas podcast. <laughs> Ding dong, memory on high.
1: <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, so Christmas specials. <laughs> yeah, so the only major channel so far, as of the time of recording, who have released uh, their schedules has been The Beeb, BBC. <laughs> the, the Big Beeb. That's what cool guys call it. Of the, course, beeb. The, the Beeb. Yeah, and. <laughs> Never <laughs> heard anyone say that,
0: just quickly throwing that out there.
1: you not heard that?
0: No, if I hear someone say that, I'd imagine they're talking about Justin Bieber, not BBC. Uh, yeah,
1: I the guess. Beeb. <laughs> yeah, so The BBC have released their schedule. For the most part, it's a load of boring shows that I don't bother watching. Nothing
0: that I'm particularly interested in. There was a few standouts. I saw Lufo's coming back, and that's a lot of people like that. I like Lufo. Lufo's good. I like it. Don't really watch it that much. but
1: I feel like that's them feeling like, oh, we don't have any Sherlock this year. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's just bring Lufo back. Exactly. That's a good stand-in. Yeah. That's the substitute Sherlock, if you will. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so I'm just having a look at this list here. Yeah, so things like Call the Midwife, i never watched that. Mr. Brown's no. Boys, I can't be over with that. Still Open All Arts, that's a boring show. <laughs> I don't think I've watched that. Yeah. Strictly Come Dancing, never bother. Yeah, not... Michael McIntyre's big Christmas show. That's weirdly watchable, but... Oh, yeah, uh, I'm a fan of that. They always do EastEnders on Christmas.
0: Don't watch it.
1: it it's depressing. They always have someone die or someone... Uh, Someone find out that they're having a horrible affair. Or...
0: It's weird that they save that for Christmas. It's like, right, family's around the Christmas tree. You know, they've all got their presents. How should we top off their day? A murder. Yeah. Let's have a murder in <laughs> its tenders.
1: Yay, infidelity. <laughs> Woo, <Whoa>, suicide. Merry <New laughs> Christmas. My favourite. It's awful. Isn't it? I don't get anyone who watches that. You have to be a psychopath. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Allegedly. <Fine. laughs> Allegedly a psychopath. It's yeah, so there's there's episodes of not going out. I haven't bothered watching not going out in a while. I sort of if there's nothing
0: else on, I'll watch it because it's yeah. a bit funny. But I've never there's apparently a
1: storyline I'm yeah. not following. You know, the Christmas specials tend to be quite good for that, so I'll probably end up watching that if it comes on. Yeah, there's a Christmas special Upstart Crow. Have you watched Upstart Crow? I
0: love Upstart Crow. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. David Mitchell mm. is great in it. Everyone else is really good as well. Mm. Big fan.
1: so Yeah, I'll tune into that. Um,
0: yeah, I'm definitely giving that a watch.
1: Mm. Eager. On on the theme of Lee Mack and David Mitchell, clearly. Oh, yeah. There's a Christmas special of What I Like To you? Wow, that worked in amazingly. <laughs> know, it's yeah. as if we had it written down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as if, though. Clearly didn't. You know, allegedly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, What well, I, 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 I Like To You is like one of my favourite shows, so I'm quite looking forward to the fact that they've got a Christmas special. That's I great. really enjoy it, yeah. It's great. One thing, one thing I got excited about was that I realised that... Big Fat Quiz will probably be on again Ooh. I don't know that for sure but it always is so. I hope so that's that's a great show I love, I love Big Fat Quiz I don't think I've watched it much like
0: no. the only one that I distinctly remember was James Corden and I think Jack Whitehall yeah. and they got so drunk that the episode <laughs> wasn't allowed to be put online
1: Oh, uh, yeah, there was some weird controversy about that.
0: Because it? Oh, it really annoyed me. I had to go through like really dubious means to find somewhere online to watch it. And I did rewatch it, and it was bloody hilarious. Yeah. So it kind of upsets me that that was like, to me, that was the peak. I mm. think they even had Richard Ayoade or something. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, he t- t- tends to be on it a lot. He's good. The, yeah, it can be really good depending on who the panel is. They, like, mm. Noel Fielding tends to go on a lot. Yeah. Richard Ayoade... David Mitchell. Really good. They tend to have some good people, but then sometimes you, I'll get like really excited for it and I'll tune in, and it'll be like, Mel B, some person I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know.
0: It's, it sort of feels like a little you know mm. l- lower in the list when you compare it to previous years where they've yeah. really gone above and beyond yeah
1: if if there's a year where dave mitchell richard Hardy and noel fielding are there it's gonna be a good year you're that's, gonna watch it yeah, yeah.
0: That, that's enough to like carry the show they mm. can have anyone else for like uh yeah that'll be good yeah
1: another thing that's feels like more of a thing recently is that they've they seem to try and put like a big TV drama on at Christmas now. Yeah. I think it's probably Downton Abbey's fault. I think Downton Abbey mm. got some quite good viewing figures at Christmas, and then they were like, right, we need dramas at Christmas now. Got it throughout the year, really. Mm. Everyone loves a bit of Downton
0: Abbey, so now everyone's trying to get in on it.
1: Yeah. So the BBC have a couple of big ones for they're trying to push this year. They've, they're doing Lame as a Rab, but without oh, yeah. they're not using any of the music which is kind yeah. of like Don't, I'm not sure how that'll go yeah. you know just sounds yeah. like it could be really boring mm. Olivia Colman's playing a character in that who is a character that I liked oh okay that's, that's, that's good of. then but I like Olivia Colman so she might be enough to make me kind of bother watching it but I probably won't yeah. <laughs> realistically I probably won't yeah they're also doing like a big adaptation of Watership Down, which is a collaboration with Netflix apparently. Oh. And they've got like a load of big names for this. They've got James McAvoy, they've got Nicholas Holt, he's Beast in the X Men films. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and James McAvoy's he's also in, in the X Men films. B- huh? Conspiracy. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> John Boyega from those Star Wars films. And weirdly Olivia Coleman is also in that. Ooh. She's getting around because she's double dipping. She's got another series of The Crown coming. Oh, wow.
0: That's it. I thought I had more examples. Well, still, that's enough to show that she's, you know, she knows what she wants to do. Mm. This is her, her her, niche. So there's another thing which piqued my interest.
1: There's a John Malkovich drama where he's going to be playing Hercules Poirot. Oh. I can't say that at Bonjour. All yeah that, that kind of interestingly. me uh, yeah i like john that might be. i'm not gonna watch, watch. it <laughs> but it's interesting at the uh, very least yeah, i guess realistically i will forget that that's on and will not watch it yeah yeah so channel four always tends to have some like good comedy on like i say big fat quiz is always good they, they tend to have good. like a few good comedy specials yeah maybe and stuff. sometimes i think they also have a
0: bit of eight out of ten cats does countdown i'm not yeah, sure that if that like comes that. back but yeah mm. that's always good
1: basically jimmy carr hosted shows that's all they do at yeah. Channel Four. That's their
0: little area of expertise. Let's get Jimmy Carr to do something. <laughs> Jimmy Carr and Bake Off. Now that's all I've got. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe they'll mix those this year for some crazy Christmas thing. That'd yeah. be oh, crazy. Christmas eight out of ten cat recipe. I will. Nice. Yeah. To to be fair, if they did eight out of ten cats does Bake Off, I would watch that in a heartbeat. God
1: damn, that's such an obvious. You should work at the Channel Four commissioning people. Thank you. I would.
0: Why haven't they done that yet? It would so work. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe Paul Hollywood is like blocking it on grounds <laughs> of like taste. He's like, no, I've come over to Channel Four. That's bad enough. <laughs> I'm not going to let you sully it like this. I'm not working
1: at Jimmy Car. <laughs> yeah. So the other the other big channels, obviously ITV. Yeah. Basically, I, I just avoid ITV like the fucking plague. Like, why, they, why is that? They just don't do anything. Like they they put on some Christmas films that I've already been on every year. They'll, they'll have that, um they, they do Victoria now because they don't have Downton Abbey anymore. And mm. so it's that Victoria show with Jenna Louise Coleman from Doctor Who in it. Right. I'm not I'm not tuning in to watch. No. Clara Oswald is <laughs> Queen Victoria. Fuck <laughs> that. <I'm> not, <laughs> you're not getting me, I <laughs> ITV. Clara Oswald. <laughs> nice casual Doctor Who name yeah. drop there. You know there's that like one episode of Dog 2 where she jumps into the Doctor's time stream and she ti- she's time splinters and she <sighs> appears in like loads of different periods of history?
0: Maybe I've watched that, but I think I've blocked that from my uh, mind. You know, anything that wasn't David Tennant, <laughs> it's not there anymore.
1: Well, there was uh, the last episode of Series 7 Doctor Dog 2, uh, The Name of the Doctor, for anyone, any Doctor Who fans out there. January's Louise and jumps into this time stream. She appears all across history. Maybe Victoria is her as Queen Victoria, and at some point the Doctor does meet Queen Victoria in Tooth and Claw series two. Ooh, of Doctor Two, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so maybe she's actually an older Clara Oswald. There you go. There's a that would be impressive crossover event for you. That, I, that, I would like that. Yeah, which actually Handley brings us on to Doctor Who. Oh. Because a little bit of controversy this year.
0: Oh, yeah. What, what's Doctor that Doctor Who
1: has always been on Christmas Day for the last 13 years.
0: A good while, definitely.
1: And this year, Doctor Who has moved to New Year's Day. Hmm. What do you think about this?
0: Well, I don't see why they would. Because, you know, mm. a Christmas episode of Doctor Who is obviously quite iconic. Mm. Are they gonna now make this a new year's doctor who like is it gonna be centered around new years will it still be a christmas episode
1: it is a new year's day episode see what they're gonna do for that i mm. how
0: can you mm. have aliens that celebrate new year's day just seems well, a bit odd to me
1: they'll just set it on new year's i think
0: oh yeah, yeah. I, I guess they sort of have to do that on earth then really I be weird to see another planet that clearly has a completely different like calendar to Earth, Mm -hmm. because it'll be a different, you know, rotation one Mm -hmm. year, won't be a year there. So, you can't really have alien New Year's. That's getting a bit technical.
1: (laughs) What do you think about it, a New Year's Doctor Who? Initially I was like, that's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Because Doctor Who has now had 13 Christmas specials. Oh, wow. since he came back and actually I don't think they used to do Christmas specials in the old show so it has had 13 Christmas specials overall Okay. and I think they've really done Christmas to death because the problem a is bit. it's almost like the um, Christmas TV adverts we're talking about where they have to like crowbar in a product at some point with, with Dog Two Christmas specials they have to crowbar in Christmas they oh, do a bit sometimes it feels a bit torturous Yeah. You know? so I, I just wanted to go for a few of the examples of this Okay. of, go what, of what they've done in Doctor Who I'll give my opinions on each if I remember them so we've got Spinning Christmas Trees of Death Robot Santas. I liked it. Robot Santas again. Bauble Bombs. They didn't did like that in year as,
0: two. Didn't like it as much. Just felt like a bit of a,
1: you know, a crossover. Mm. A bit lazy. Uh, Robot Angels. all liked that. David mm-hmm. Tennant. Yeah. The, the fourth Christmas show they did, just set around Christmas. The year after that, just set around Christmas. Good, good. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. labour every time. Very simple. <laughs> uh, the year after that, they just flat out did A Christmas Carol, Just completely. Was that the one with the... The shark in the... Yes. I really liked that. And Dumbledore. And... The year after that, just set around Christmas. Not too bad. <laughs> evil Snowmen. Evil Snow. And an evil snow globe. I think Did you I watch
0: that episode? <laughs> I... See, that sounds so familiar. But the only reason it sounds familiar is I remember thinking, this is terrible. <laughs> like,
1: I didn't enjoy it at all. That was The Snowmen that was series seven's Christmas special right. god awful yeah uh, the year after that it, there was an episode set in a town called Christmas I'll let them off with that simple but the year after they just did Santa Claus yeah that was like a very, Nick Frost as Santa Claus very on the nose that yep. one was <laughs> uh, they, they vended River Song dressed as Santa Claus they, f- Confusingly, the year after that, they just did Superheroes. That didn't make any sense. I think there was some snow at one point, point. that's how they kind of crowbarred in Christmas into that one. Uh, and then Ice Creatures was the latest one that they did. Well, they weren't ice, but they look like ice. Even that's gone over my head, I'm not sure. And then they did the Sainsbury's TV advert thing. They did the Christmas Armistice last year. Ooh. That was in the um, Peter Capaldi Regenerating episode. That The thing is, yeah, a lot of the Christmas episodes are bad, so I'm kind of like thinking it might be a good idea not to do it because i think part of the reason for they're bad is because they've had to force christmas into it so yeah
0: sometimes
1: yeah i think it might be okay just to just to stop bothering just stop doing the christmas thing just yeah. give up they'll probably go back to it next year though well actually it depends
0: on how they do this year so if it goes well you know woohoo it'll be mm. nice
1: One thing that kind of struck me looking at the Christmas schedule this year Mm -hmm. is that there's no like big sitcom Christmas special that I'm particularly looking forward to. Like Yeah,
0: we brought up not going out, but that's like not I'm not over eager for that to be honest. No.
1: I'm not going out of my way to watch that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) beduntis. Yeah, but in the past, like the highlight of my kind of Christmas schedule Mm -hmm. has been some of the Christmas specials for like the royal family. Gavin and Stacey, Peep yep. Show, They're, those three shows that are like some of my favorite, like They've Christmas done, specials. Yeah, great episodes. Mm. Yeah, the Peep Show one in particular, I watch like every year. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it's like nostalgic for you. You're like yeah. this is good. I'm gonna rewatch it. Oh, it's just such a great episode. I'll it's agree. like one of the best episodes of the show, let alone Christmas specials, like in general.
0: And it's very, it's just memorable mm. because it was like. I think it's had that rare thing of being funny throughout even if Um, I'm talking about it I know that laugh was because you just thought of a scene wasn't it I'm doing the exact same thing the words no turkey are just ricocheting around my mind right now it's making me laugh
1: it's like one of the best moments of the show really good yeah so yeah I kind of realised I think the reason why I'm thinking that there's like no good Christmas comedy specials coming up it's because, in general, I just don't think there's any real good comedy shows on at the moment that I'm into. Like, Yeah. I can you name, like, a good sitcom in a minute? Oh,
0: that's difficult. I'm not sure one that I've, like, actually tuned into. Yeah. Like, there might be some good ones, but most of the things I've been watching are, like, gritty dramas, because I think that's yeah. the, that's the flavour of the month. In terms of sitcoms, mm. I'm struggling
1: to think of any. No. And speaking of the absence of, like lovely Christmassy things, like traditions that I love, like, you know, comedy Christmas specials, like, I just love watching them at Christmas. Yeah. Another tradition that I was really into that really, like, marked the festive period for me. Okay. Was uh, anticipating Charlie Booker's yearly wipe. Really looked forward to that. It was a perfect yeah. summary
0: of everything through the year. Hilarious. I still sometimes watch some of the ones because they're all on YouTube, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And they're good. They're funny.
1: And uh, it's just so depressing. Because of Black Mirror Mm. becoming really popular, everyone liking it.
0: It's gone mainstream now. Netflix
1: buying our Channel 4, because Channel 4 are too busy buying Bake Off and not busy enough putting enough money into Black Mirror so that it doesn't get bought by Netflix and then Charlie Rucker then has, spends, has, has spent all of his time making Black Mirror episodes for Netflix and none of his time making yearly wipes for BBC anymore. <laughs> I can see your passion oh. about this. Really, yeah. Oh, it really defested me because yeah, last year it got cancelled because mm. he was too busy making Black Mirror, it's then, been cancelled again. Didn't he do something
0: else last year to sort of make up uh, for it? I can't he remember. Did, um, some, he did Kunk on Christmas at yeah, some point.
1: Yeah, and there was, yeah. I think maybe there was, like, another episode of Kunk, maybe. I feel that maybe like they Maybe he really kunked out. I like, I like out. the Philomena kunk episodes, but... They're, but they're not yearly oh, wipe. yearly wipe.
0: Kunk. I don't like saying it just on its own. It feels like I'm swearing. <laughs> <laughs> you kunk. <laughs> but yeah, Philomena kunk, it still sounds weird, is just sort of a third of yearly wipe to mm-hmm. me. So just having her on her own you know, yeah. maybe if we got a Barry Shitpease episode in there, that would be good. You know, Barry Shippeas does Christmas.
1: Mm. No, it's, yeah, it's generally sad to me that yeah, we're not getting another yearly wipe. Yeah. And, and, and it's the worst time for him to decide never to do yearly wipes again because yeah. so much has been happening in the world. Exactly. That he could talk about. <laughs> There's so many events that
0: could do with a little funny spin on them, mm. get a bit of lightheartedness, some great news stories. And he's just not bothering. Yeah. He's too busy making us all feel terrified about technology.
1: How dare he? To be honest, <laughs> he's too busy getting paid lots of money yeah. by Netflix. And if Channel Four, <laughs> Channel Four maybe didn't buy Bake Off from the BBC, for yeah. maybe, for maybe we could have still had Charlie Brooker at Channel 4 doing Black Mirror there because they didn't have to spend all their money doing doing Bake Off (laughs) Exactly. and then maybe Bake Off could have stayed at the BBC Yeah. it could have stayed without adverts exactly one hour (laughs) long run time so you don't have to wait an hour and 20 minutes (laughs) Mel and Sue Mel and Sue (laughs) who are no offence Noel and Sandy better than you oh cutting <laughs> allegedly <laughs> but, but yeah you could have had bake off at the bbc
0: more people would have paid yep. their bloody tv license yep. bbc would have got more money that money would have gone to charlie brooker charlie brooker would have made yearly wipe yes but he didn't again you've let me down yeah. charlie brooker i only wanted your present in my christmas tree that sounds suggestive i just wanted that present and you left. You've not given it to me again. That sounds suggestive as well. I'm going to stop this tangent now. Channel 4 ruined Christmas. Exactly. They're forever. the Germans. They're the Germans. <laughs> They're the real Germans. <laughs> Allegedly.
1: <laughs> so that brings us to the end of our festive edition of Two British Nerds Review.
0: We hope you've enjoyed it with all our rambling about adverts and uh, a little bit about schedules and specials.
1: So yeah, make sure to tune in for future episodes. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing it on, quite frankly. No, we, we aren't
0: sure, so you can be sure. It's going to be a surprise. Maybe a pleasant surprise. Maybe a, oh, I forgot to feed my fish and now it's dead surprise. We'll see, but tune in to find out. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Should we do it at the same time? I, maybe. maybe. So, shall I count as in and then after that, so like on zero. zero okay. Yeah, two, okay.
1: Merry Christmas!
0: Christmas And a Happy New Year! I didn't know we were going Uh, to do that. No, exactly. I thought I'd be a cheeky bastard and just. (laughs) I've won up to you now. Good luck.
1: (laughs) Dong Merrily on high. Oh, you got that. And we're done. Hey. Um, Yes, I'm